Welcome to the Inside the Upside Down from the Mike Ricksecker audio journey from MikeRicksecker.com and Haunted Road Media. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. This is our Edge of the Rabbit Hole after show. Thank you all for hanging out for an extra hour. This is really by your request, so definitely appreciate all of you that stick around for this because I'm trying to give you guys what you wanted, which is another hour talking paranormal, supernatural, and whatever else we can come up with. So I already uh, saw a lot of people that uh, stuck around in the chat. Thank you so much for doing so. Diane Hilbert, again, happy birthday. Charmy Charms is down there. Um, Andrew Cox, Carrie Parrish, I know our chat shenanigator, our lovely chat shenanigator, Shauna, is down in there. And um, we do have Periscope going on, so um, there you go. Um, thank you, Periscope people. So Tom McNicholas, I think, is down in there. Thanks, Tom. And um, I know Lynn's White usually hangs out in there, too. Uh, fantastic, fantastic supporters down there on um, Periscope. And they also come It's awesome. Sometimes they'll dual um, watch on both um, Periscope and YouTube, which is cool. So, um, yeah, the Mandela Effect. And Joanne Rubino, right off the bat, is like, what is the Mandela Effect? <laughs> so we're going to get into this. Um, the Ghosties even back here wondering, what in the world are we talking about? Um, yeah, this is really a uh, interesting... Um, supernatural phenomenon, and basically, it's um, the term was coined not too long ago, really only about five years ago, because um, when uh, Nelson Mandela passed away, this was back in what, 2013, there were a lot of people that thought that he had already passed away in prison back in the 80s. They distinctly remember news reports and have vivid memories of hearing and learning that he had passed away back in the 1980s, but that wasn't the case. He had actually uh, passed away just a few years ago. So this is where the uh, term is coined from, but there's a lot of other similar types of phenomena that have occurred that people, you know, people from all walks of life, all demographics, different parts of the world have the same memories. They don't know each other, and they have the same memories, and it's just not true. <laughs> it's not what happened. Somehow, a mass amount of people have misremembered something. And so there are those, of course, that speculate that this may be an effect of you know, parallel worlds, parallel universes, and that sort of phenomenon. So we're going to get into that. And, um, yeah, Mike, that was Harald in the 80s, nothing more. And Carrie, it very well could have been, but people do remember some sort of news report or something happening back in the 80s that gave them this memory of um, Nelson Mandela passing away. And it stuck with them like that. And so there are a number of other things, um, like uh, Andrew Cubbage, like Deja Vu, sort of, um, sort of like Deja Vu, but really it's you're remembering it in a different way, where deja vu is like the exact same thing happening again. This is like the same thing, but a little different. So, okay, deja vu example. So, okay, the Matrix, when Neo sees the black cat, is like, oh, had deja vu. Now, imagine that the deja vu is the cat's now a different color. 
you know, but the exact same action happened where, you know, it walked past the exact same way, exact same style, all of that, but different color. So that kind of thing. Um, so let me give you a couple of examples. And, um, you know, I was going to bring some up on my phone and I can't do that because I'm running Periscope. <laughs> uh, it's all right, though. So the first one is here. Well, I'm going to let you actually down in the chat. Okay, you tell me which one is correct. Is it Oscar Mayer with an E or Oscar Mayer with an A? Which one do you think it is? Yeah, it's actually with the E. But a lot of people remember it as an A. You may remember it differently, who knows? But there are many, many people around the world that remember it a certain incorrect way. Yeah, there's, there's like Zippy's E, Diane's A, yeah, E-E-A, see? There's a mix, right? <laughs> so it's really, really kind of interesting. And see, you guys are all, all all over the place with it, right? You know, so it's, people remember it differently for some reason. So let's give you another example. Have to scroll down here a little bit. We'll do it again. Which one is the correct version? So this is the Mr. Monopoly from, of course, the famous Monopoly game. Does he have a monocle or not? It's a good question. Does he have a monocle or not? Some people remember him with, some people him remember him without. But what is the correct one? Let's see what you guys say. So already there's some different first, yes. Uh, second, um, Zippy saying remembers the left, without, with, first, with. Yeah, and so you guys, again, you're all over the place. It's a little interesting, isn't it? Well, the correct version, actually, if we could now, so, and, and Greg is saying remembers without. Yeah, the correct version is without. Some people remember him with. Of course, there is some speculation that people remember him with the monocle relating to the planter's peanut guy, but I don't ever remember the planter's peanut looking like Mr. Monopoly. So some people remember him with, some people him remember him without. So is it, you know, and these are people, you guys are not together. <laughs> you guys are all over the world, and you all remember it a little bit differently. Kind of interesting. So again, the, the postulation is that is it some sort of, Hello, universe coming into play. Um, yeah, see, you guys, because there's that little bit of a delay, you guys are still guessing. I've already revealed the answer. <laughs> so I have to remember that there is a little bit of a delay. <clears throat> Let me get a little water here while you guys catch up. Um, and look, I'm for sure with. No, he's without. Uh, but you guys, again, you're all over the place. You're in different locations. It's not like this. the... Um, you know, people together remembering something a different way because maybe they experienced it all the same way. You guys are all over the place. We'll do one more <clears throat> visual one. And I got a couple of, um, I'm not going to be able to do it because I was going to bring it up on the phone. Um, thank you guys for the hearts down in Periscope. I know I didn't really, because we had a long conversation last night, I didn't really uh, pay attention as well as I should have to the Periscope peeps. But um, see about this one. This one might be a little easier. This one was easier for me. So, 
which is the right one. It's using a modern box, so it may be a little easier. So, yeah, Andrew was saying Mr. Peanut had the eyeglass and the cane. Yeah. So, and it's spooky. Dawn is saying that she knew the Monopoly because of uh, she played the other. That's cool. So, yeah, which is the right one? The whole spelled out word fruit or is it O-O? So, we have, again, different takes on it. And, and you guys are all over the place. Some say fruit UI and some say fruit OO. Which one is it going to be? Angel Hoosier's Nook says double O. And then some say it is fruit as spelled like you're eating the fruit. Ether, not sure on this. Yeah, it's, it's tough, isn't it? How we remember some of these little things. Jenna's saying right side, yeah. Interesting. Well, the correct answer is, drum roll, it's the double O. The correct one is the double O. Yeah. That's the way we see it now. So basically the theory is that if you believe in parallel universes, that in some other universe that we branched off from, it was the other way around. But now in today's parallel universe it is now this OO or spelled differently or no longer has the monocle whichever it is so let me ask you guys this and I know it's going to take a little while to uh, to catch up so the uh, in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves the evil stepmother when she approaches the mirror what does she say when she goes to that mirror what, what does she say We'll see what you guys say. I know it's going to take a few seconds to catch up. But, I mean, it's a classic, iconic moment in cinematic history when the evil stepmother goes up to that mirror. So you guys are going to do a little typing there, right? Or you guys are still back on guessing the other one. Is it really that much of a delay? Well, so um, Paul Johnson not going to do a spoiler on this one. So, and we do have a music reference coming up that I know Shauna will appreciate, but, um, so, uh, what movie, the, um, yeah, there you guys go, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, um, Sean, Diane, Shannon, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, okay, this is from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the, uh, uh, the evil stepmother, Shauna, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all? We all remember it that way, don't we? She does not say mirror, mirror on the wall. Go watch it. She says magic mirror on the wall. But we all remember it as mirror, mirror. So why do we, you know, we've all lived different lengths of lives. I mean, that movie was out how, how long ago? We all live in different locations. We've all seen the same version of the movie, right? But we all remember it as mirror, mirror. And it's magic mirror. So, yeah, mirror. You guys are all. You guys are all remember it as mirror, mirror. That's that's interesting. Where you guys are mixed on the other ones. Got one more for those, and then I'm gonna tell you about my own experience here. Um, we are the champions. The song from Queen. Come on, Shauna, you got this. What's the last line of the song? 
what is the last line <clears throat> of We Are the Champions? So, I want to see if Shauna gets this. <laughs> and that's, yeah, Paul Johnson's in there. And, uh, yeah, Paul was on it earlier. So, Paul, don't say anything. Yeah, my throat is actually starting to lose it already. So, you guys, two hours. <laughs> I was just going to work on my vocal chops, but yeah. Yeah, Other World. Um, it's Shauna, yeah, what's the... Okay, Other World, Other World, Other World. Where are the champions? Other World. That's not the last line of the song. The last line of the song is We Are the Champions, and they cut off the Of the World part. I mean, they sing it throughout the rest of the song, right? But at the end of the song, I mean, we all think that it ends with, Of the world, right? No. <laughs> it ends with, We are the champions. Done. Fade out. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we all remember it, like, a certain way, but that's not actually the case. So is it a case of mistaken memory by a great many number of people? Um, or is it some sort of parallel universe thing? Hence the reason why on the, um, you know, the artwork, all the uh, planets going on. And let me tell you my story, okay? Um, my story has, it's actually my mother and I <clears throat> actually remember a certain movie a certain way. And this actually is just very recent. Was, this was just last year and basically how I got introduced to the Mandela effect. And what happened was, um, I was visiting my parents, um, we were, what were we doing? Well, I can't, it doesn't matter what we were doing, but we were, I was at their house, and there was, um, some, uh, it was a World War II movie that had been on, and my, uh, my mother and I started talking about a certain movie that we remembered from years ago, hadn't seen it in years, that the, the premise of the movie was basically that, there are these ghosts, you can see, this is where it comes into paranormal stuff. <laughs> there are these ghosts, but they were, uh, they were an aircraft crew from World War II. Their plane had crashed in the deserts. They were all dead, of course, because they were ghosts. Um, they liked to play baseball, and they were playing baseball to, uh, to pass the time waiting for rescue. Um, and finally, there was a rescue crew that did come, and they found out, you know, along the way that, oh, they were, in fact, dead. And so, you know, this crew, the, um, the rescue crew was trying to figure out what happened. Um, they couldn't find the bodies, all this different stuff. Of course, there was a big baseball theme throughout the whole thing. It was an old movie, you know, probably like back in the 1950s, you know, black and white movie, right? So... Couldn't remember what the hell the name of it was, but we always liked it because it had the ghosts and, and this stuff. So I went on a hunt to try to find this movie so that my you know, I could get it and my mom and I could watch it again. Well, just putting in that description, you'd think you know, if you, had, you know Google, you'd be able to pop up with it, right? I'm not finding it. It's like, where's this old movie? You know, I'm looking, you know, black and white movie. You know probably like 1950s, maybe 60s, at, you know, early 60s at the latest, could have even been late 40s, you know, because, you know, the time frame is going to be, so looking around, looking around, and finally I come across, you know, in, a un, in an unexpected location, this forum about this, these sort of, um, <laughs> these sort of things, these sort of effects that, um, 
a lot of people remember this movie the way we did, but it's not the case. This movie is actually a color movie, early 70s, with William Shatner in it. And so I'm talking to my mom, I was like, Mom, do you remember William Shatner being in this movie at all? And she's like, no, no, this was like before Shatner. I'm like, yeah, it was a black and white movie. You know, it was definitely before Shatner. Um, you know, couldn't have been him. And so I, I decided to dig up this movie. And because, you know, the, the little bits on it were, okay, they played baseball, yeah, but they, um, they actually knew right from the off that they were dead. Um, and basically they were playing baseball to pass the time while they were just, you know, they're dead at the, at the crash site of the airplane. But watching the movie, okay, now the thing's in color. What's this? Okay, there's these guys, they're playing baseball. The baseball is in there a little bit, but not as prevalent of a theme. Um, you know, they, they do kind of start off the movie playing baseball and that stuff, but they're not... I remember the movie they were playing baseball a lot. Um, and then, yeah, here's freaking William Shatner in this movie. And it's like, yeah, I don't... You know, is this the same movie? You know, it's like, there's some things in here that are very similar to the way I remember it. And then all of a sudden, there was one line in the movie that was like, holy shit, this is the fucking movie. And basically the line was where the, uh, the, the one guy, he's a little eh, not so bright, he was off by the, the tents of the rescue crew and was listening to a baseball game on the radio. Comes back and the guys are asking, so how was the game? He's like, oh, it was good, but I, you know, I don't get it. You know, somehow they moved Brooklyn to Los Angeles. It was kind of like the way he said it was he thought that they moved the city of Brooklyn to the city of Los Angeles, not the baseball team. Um, and that always stuck in my head from when I was a kid. And when I watched this, I was like, holy shit, this is the same movie. But, you know, swear to God, when I saw it as a kid, it was a black and white movie. There's no way in hell William Shatner was in it. Um, they knew that they were, um, they, didn't, they did not know that they were dead from the off. They found out along the way. But yeah, here's this movie. It's in color. It's got William Shatner in it. You know, they've known right away that they were dead. All this stuff is like, wow. How in the world? And so this is when I was first introduced to the Mandela Effect. Was, um, And there were other people around the world that remembered this movie. It's the name of the movie is called Soul Survivor, by the way. Um, there's other people around the world that remember it black and white. No, William Shatner? No. But there's no other movie out there like it. You know, I did some research. Was, there, was it a remake? It's not a remake. You know, there's... It, it's not a remake of anything. There's no other movie out, out there like it that has the same thing with the uh, baseball players and all this stuff. The reason why it's called Soul Survivor, and this and they did show this at the end, and it's like, well, yeah, this is another part I remember too, is when um, when they find the bodies, the uh, the spirits of the different soldiers disappear. Um, but there's one guy that remains because um, his body is actually under the tail of the airplane. They didn't salvage the plane they left all that, and so his body was still under the plane when they found all the rest um, off somewhere else in the desert. So, um, yeah, it's uh, very, very interesting how I, my mother, all these other people in the world have the same memories of this particular movie, but that's not how the movie played out at all. So how, so how is it that that's possible. That me and, you know, some guy in California, some other, you know, woman in Florida, some somebody, you know, 
across the pond somewhere, you know, in another country. How is it we all remember it as a black and white movie? You know, um, in these different details. You know, it's not like we ever discussed it before. It's not like we sat down and watched it together. You know, but somehow we have remembered it that way, um, without the actual movie being true like that. So that postulates the question again. Uh, is Tammy taking off? All right. Have a good night, Tammy. See ya. I know I kind of haven't been paying attention to the chat because I've just been telling the story. Um, yeah, and have a happy Thanksgiving. So this postulates the question about parallel worlds, parallel universes, and how um, you can even get into how time works. Okay. So um, haunting history. Yeah, see right there. A time traveler stepped on a bug and screwed things up. <laughs> Could be. Um, you know, butterfly effect. Um, yeah, see this? And the, yeah, Andrew Cubbett, Shatner mask was used for Michael Myers. Yeah, it was, no, it was it was actually a Shatner mask that they used straight up. Um, and yeah, see Super Woody Boy. It could have been a remake with Shatner, which it wasn't. It was not at all. So um, that was something that I did, you know, was sure to look up. And that was another thing that in those discussions on those forums, Something that came up, you know, could it possibly be a remake? It's like, no, um, not a remake. So, um, there's just not another movie out there like it. Yeah, I looked around, looked around. I mean, this was, um, the forums was on a, it was specifically um, um, military aviation movies. And so this is classified under a military aviation movie, even though, most of the movie is the crash site. They do show some flashbacks um, of you know when they were actually flying. So it's considering that. So there's you know these quote unquote experts of military aviation movies that are like, nope, this is this is it. This is the movie you guys are looking for. It's like it can't be. <laughs> it just can't be. So um, yeah. So and. Um, yeah, Z power hasn't always been mirror mirror on the wall, not magic mirror. No, it's magic mirror, not not mirror mirror. So parallel universes. I, you know, I've always been on the fence about that, about parallel universes. Um, you know, I believe in you know multiple dimensions. You know, well, we live in a multiple dimension world. You know, um, or interdimensional world, I guess. You know, because. Just simply put, you know, you have, um, you know, first dimension's a, a line, uh, second dimension is a plane, three, you know, three-dimensional is, you know, what I mean plane, I mean flat surface, like, you know, you know, like that, flat, um, like a piece of paper. And then four, uh, fourth dimension is theoretically time. So those are the four that we live in. We basically live in the time dimension and look down on the other three. So, uh, when it comes to others, and I've talked a little bit about this before. Excuse me. So, and I, I was going to have like a stack of cards or something here to kind of play this out. But, it's been a very, um, <laughs> very, a very exhausting day. And I did not get everything ready to start this off. So, the way I've kind of started looking at like time okay, is stacked rather than as a line. Because we think of the way we've always been taught is 
you know, the quote-unquote river of time. So, everything's like along a timeline, right? So, anything that happened back here, doo -doo 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 -doo, we can't get back to because we've moved past it. Okay? So, I've thought about flipping that, and I've been working on this for years. And I didn't realize other people actually, you know, had thought of this theory as well. So, you know, that's the universe for you. So, if you flip it, and go up and down. So, take a specific location, and all these things are actually happening at the same time, right? So, what happens when, like, maybe we see a spirit or a ghost? Maybe that's a bleed over of time. So, if I take... I have two stacks here, and it's with paper, okay? And if somehow I have... Okay. Actually, this was not the way I needed to set it up. What I needed to do was, if this is a terrible way to do it, like I said, I need a stack of cards or something, um, and I'm using post-it notes because that's what's sitting here. If somehow, let's say all of this stuff represents the things that have happened where I'm sitting right now, okay, and this top piece of paper is what's happening right now, and somehow one of the other pieces from earlier, from down here, somehow converges with the other. Of course, the question is, how does it converge? We don't know, but they do, and so they're overlapping and having the same experience at the same time. That's a theory that's been thrown out there um, a little bit. It's kind of... We've talked about it before in other videos, kind of like um, the others, right? So... <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you guys maybe are looking it up because, um, yeah, there's Shauna thinking that Curious George had a tail. Well, yeah, people have said that they think they remember Curious George hanging up and down from like a uh, or from a tree or what have you. So there's a lot of that stuff um, that people just remember quite differently. So what else have you guys been saying in there that I've missed? Um, haunting history. Carl Sagan does a wonderful demonstration of dimensions which correlates. That's good. Yeah, Carl Sagan had a lot of that type of stuff. Um, okay, that's Jeebus brought that up. You remember Curious George having a tail? Yeah, see, that's one of those things. So, um, yeah, so if Paddington Bear, <laughs> you guys are going off into some different stuff. It's interesting. Um, and there's Paul Johnson. Oh, that was another one I was going to bring up. Because, see, I didn't have the. I was going to be sitting here with the phone. I have some other things. Yeah, the whole Darth Vader thing. Uh, we remember as uh, Luke, I am your father. And it's like he actually says, No, I am your father. Um, and I guess that's one of those where I think that one is actually more of just remembering it incorrectly. And maybe we've just been conditioned to it through other medium. Um, because in that conversation in the movie, you know, he's talking to Luke. He doesn't have to readdress him, Luke. Luke. He's already talking to him. So, it, it's more... It flows more saying, no, I am your father. But, you know, on other pieces of medium, you know, making a reference to the whole situation, you would almost have to say, Luke, coming back to it. Prime example, um, which movie was it? It's with uh, Chris Farley. Was it Black Sheep? Um where he's got the fan in front of his face, and he's doing the whole, you know, talking into the fan thing, and he's trying to do a Darth Vader voice. He does the, 
Luke, I am your father into the fan. La 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 la. And does that. Um, so that's where it's actually come out in another movie as Luke, I am your father. So it's interesting, you know, is that more of us remembering it from other medium as a different way? You know, or was it really at another point in time, you know, if timelines broke off somewhere, was it differently somewhere else? So you guys are tossing up some good, some good stuff. Um, Tom McNicholas in Psycho University, the victim being stabbed. Um, yeah, even James Earl Jones was misquoted in an interview on it. Yeah. Um, C3PO is not all gold either. Nope. Um, they, yeah, C3PO is it's more of like Easter egg stuff. I, I know people, people don't remember they had the, the silver leg from the first movie. It's pretty clear there. Um, I mean, I actually do remember that. Um, probably because I've just seen Star Wars so many times. And now with the newer movies, they've given them a red arm. You know, so that's... I think the red arm was a... Um, kind of a throwback to the whole, hey, he's got other parts that are different colors. Um, so, oh, you guys are... It's a uh, change of the name of Paddington. Interesting. Okay. Um... There's a Soul Survivor 1960s TV series in the Twilight Zone. Um, yeah, but that's different. It's it's actually different. Uh, that was another thing that came up in the in the thread was like, well, maybe you're remembering the 1960s. That it wasn't. This was a full. It was a full movie, um, and it's just it's it's the story's different. <laughs> it's different. Like I said, I straight up remember that line from the movie, but when I saw it, it was a black and white movie. So. It's, it wasn't a Twilight Zone thing. That Twilight Zone episode did get mentioned in the uh, in that in a couple of those different forums that I was in, trying to figure out what the hell was going on with that movie. So, yeah, the movie was Black Sheep. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so, what do you guys think? Um, you know, do you guys you know think at all that it's um, parallel universes, or it's just is the human mind just that that powerful that many people from all walks of life from all over the globe you know have in some sort of maybe collective unconscious have together remembered something very differently you know I just to me I don't understand how so many people could remember a clearly colored movie as black and white you know, and I know it's that, and I know it's that movie. Um, you know, how is it that, um, you know, with with Queen, we are the champions. We all remember of the world at the end. I mean, you all boom, 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 boom of the world, or the mirror, mirror. We all remember that boom, 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 boom. Now the visual ones, you guys were each, um, you know, kind of back and forth. It was about half and half on all of those, but the audio ones and. I think a lot of times we remember better through audio that because I mean shoot yeah through audio how how often do we we haven't heard a song in like 20 years and it comes on the radio and boom boom we start you know we start singing it we remember yeah that's how good our uh, our memory is from audio and yet it's those audio ones there that we've all remembered differently so um did Clint... Okay, what am I missing here? Did Clint Eastwood damn? 
I guess I'm not. Okay, um, Andrew, you have to you have to explain that one because I'm not sure what you're referring to there. So, um, interesting. And so, and there's Shauna saying, uh, "Oh, the uh, okay, the the line. Go ahead, punk, make my day, or go ahead, make my day." Um, I think it's punk, right? <laughs> That's a good question. He says it twice in the movie, right? No, what he does is, um, does he say it twice in the movie? The, the situation happens twice in the movie. I can't remember if he does the quote once or, or twice in the movie. I, I didn't watch a lot of Dirty Harry. I've seen that movie probably twice. So, you got me on that one. You throw it in there. Yeah, do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Do you feel lucky? You gotta ask yourself, do you feel lucky? Well, do you? Something like that, right? Well, do you, punk? Okay. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Tom. And Joe, Joe Amarbito and Tom McNicholas, thank you. <laughs> like I said, I've only seen the movie like twice, so I... I've seen Star Wars like a billion times, so that one's like... A lot fresher on <laughs> the top of my head. Um, and then with uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, I've never seen that a lot just from, you know, I've had kids. <laughs> um, so, you all love picking my brain? Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, could be type of mass hysteria, butterfly effect. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just interesting. You know, I... I I mean, I really don't think it's anything you could prove, at least at this point in time. It's interesting, though, is what I think it comes down to, is, um, you know, for, for a, butter, a butterfly effect, it would have to be a butterfly effect, um, but with some sort of time mechanism involved, because, you know, the butterfly effect is basically, you know, a, you know, a butterfly, you know, flapping his wings over here could, you know, enough changes in the air and other things happening over here, da da da, that, you know, there's a catastrophe that happens over here or starts a volcanic eruption or whatever, that, you know, the smallest little things. Um, so, is there some small little thing that happened at some point in time that caused some sort of reversal of time? And that's another thing that, maybe that's going a little even deeper than we uh, they originally had to, uh, wanted to go was, you know, is it possible to even go back and change time, how would we ever know, right? <laughs> Maybe this is, the Mandela effect, I think, is kind of one of those, you know, is it a um, changing of time? Is it a parallel universe? You know, there's a couple different theories you could go with here. So, um, it's it's definitely interesting. So, <clears throat> and there's Jeebus, the uh, gamer nerd, remembering a Sinbad movie that was in the early 90s but can't find it anywhere. See, that's another one. Um, that Sinbad movie, did he play a genie? And the stipulation is that, well, there was uh, Shaquille O'Neal who played Shazam, so is it people confusing Shaquille O'Neal with Sinbad? So, you know, and I guess maybe the name Sinbad leads people more to believe that, you know, he would play a genie. Uh, but people do remember a genie movie with Sinbad, and, um, you know, it was actually Shaquille O'Neal. So, that's a it's a movie out there that people just, or a movie that people think is out there and they can't seem to find. But, if you're going with the whole, 
is it a parallel universe or you know some sort of change in time or whatever that yeah, that's what the Mandela effect is all about um, so um, and then pudgy fungi Mandela effect is simply false memories I mean you know it could be the, but the question is with that how does all of these people from all over the world have the same false memories that's the problem with it and it's not even something I considered until like I said last year when it happened to me with you know there's that BuzzFeed has like the top 20 it's not even in there you know it happened to me with a completely different thing and I didn't even really know about the Mandela effect until I was looking up stuff about this particular movie that my mother and I both remembered it one particular way and come across these different forms other people remember it the same way we did people from all over the world and yet I actually watched the movie, I brought it up, you know, and it was like, wow, okay, that's just like, it's different. It's like, you know, and I was even questioning, while I'm watching the movie, is this really? Is this really it? Is this really? Until it got to that one point where it's like, boom, okay, well, that quote was definitely from the movie, so this is it. You know, so how is it that all these different people, totally unrelated, do not know each other at all, have the same shared memory? That's the kicker. That's the kicker. I mean, if it was just simply, you know, people remembering things differently, you know, having, you know, you know, I could, you know, misremember the color of, you know, the, I don't know, the, um, the wall over there or the front door or the, um, the table and somebody else could say, well, no, it, it was this color, you know they might think it yellow and I think it brown and it actually turns out to be red you know but we're actually having the same false memory that's that's the problem so Don I think our minds are like radio receivers sometimes we pick up channels in between channels where time is different well you know there's and that's kind of an interesting point <clears throat> and I mentioned the term earlier like the collective unconscious where there's all these um, ideas and thoughts and energy floating around out there that we pick up on we pick up on and other people will pick up on the same uh, energy or same thoughts that are floating out there right and you know is it that you know all of a sudden you know a couple people have the same thought or idea and start running with it and it's like how did these two you know have the same idea that they're running with and you know this will happen you know business technology or whatever all of a sudden pff, you know here's all these people having the same idea that are just you're running with it it's like you know and they'll start fighting with each other for you know intellectual property it's like well they coincidentally had the same idea it happens right but there's that idea of the collective unconscious where these ideas are floating out there you know and then people pull them down and start running with them so let me get you I'll tell you a story about my own collective unconscious so when I was a kid, um, I was I was a huge ass Rocky fan, okay, and somehow I was like really freaking in tune with Sylvester Stallone for a while, and here's what I mean by that. So, Rocky one and two had already been out, and so I I loved the movies to death. Um, Rocky two was my favorite. You know, I loved the the fall at the end when they're trying to struggle to get up and all that stuff. <clears throat> And of course, you know, this whole storyline of the perseverance and the, you know, all that is just amazing. 
Plus, I loved in the first one how Rocky just kind of questioned like his, all the world around him and how he's like, you really, you, if you watch the movie, you know, these different social situations are coming up, and he's like, these guys don't make any sense. That's you know, that's stupid. You know, he's like, you know, questioning all these different social situations. Tries to give advice, you know, and the girl kind of flips him off. And he's like, you know, who the hell are you to give me that advice when he's kind of. In any case, that's a lot of the reasons why I like those movies. But, I was a writer. I've always been a writer, okay? And I'm in, like, second grade, loving the first two Rocky movies. So I decided I'm going to write Rocky three, okay? <laughs> and in my little, you know, version of Rocky three, right, I have Rocky become friends with Apollo Creed, and he ends up fighting a Russian. Okay, just two very simplistic, I was, come on, I was like seven years old, right? Two very simplistic ideas. But they each played out. In Rocky Three, he becomes friends with Apollo Creed. In Rocky Four, he fights a Russian. Okay, yeah, maybe that's just coincidence, right? So after Rocky Four comes out, and really, Rocky Three and Four ended up almost being like cartoons. <laughs> Seriously, it's like they were great entertainment, enjoyable, what have you. So after four comes out, and there's some time between four and five, and I'll talk with my mom one day about the movies because I just watched a couple of them, and I'm like, you know, I kind of liked it better when you know Rocky was poor and down on his luck. You know, he was funnier. It was. Um, he was a lot more, you know, insightful. There's just when he didn't have as much money, it was just a, you know, there were better movies. Well, all of a sudden with Rocky Five, when that comes out, guess what? He loses all of his money. <laughs> but wait, we're not done, because between five and six, there's like 15 years, right? So years before six came out, and they called it Rocky Balboa. I had this dream that they were going to go ahead and make a sixth movie. And in the sixth movie, Adrian dies. Well, at the beginning of Rocky Balboa, they don't show her death. She's already dead. So there's somehow, I was always just in tune with those movies. What is that? You know? How is it? And that's where I'm talking about the collective unconscious. Somehow I'm pulling down, my brain is pulling down these you know, just a couple ideas of what the hell's going on with the Rocky series. I mean, of all things, the Rocky series, right? But that's that's what happened. What the hell is that? And so that's why I was kind of piggybacking on um, Don talking about that. So, um, Andrew, I heard they are going to make one where Apollo Sun faces drugs. You know, I really don't, <clears throat> I really hope they don't go through with something like that. They talked about... Um, them also making a spin-off and talking about Drago's story, but I just really don't care. It's like I said, the one with Drago was just like, a, um, it was almost like a cartoon. Really. It, it, it just kind of is. I mean, there, when you talk to, uh, we're not talk to, but watching interviews later on uh, when they were making the sixth one, um, Stallone was talking about, you know, going back and making um, the sound effects for the sixth movie, you know, much more realistic because they'd gotten to the point with like Rocky Four, where like the punches they were using all kinds of different sound effects, including like shotgun blasts, blasts and stuff like that. And it's like that's no, they wanted to make it more realistic with the sixth one. So, um, 
Yeah, I've got mad powers. <laughs> um, Tommy Morrison was John Wayne's nephew. That makes sense. John Wayne's full name was John Wayne Morrison. Um, cool. So what were you guys talking about? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone cannot act. Well, I never said he could actually act. It's just that... But he's been in how many movies now? Um, he actually did a good job in the Latin Creed, which... Um, which, no, I actually didn't pick up anything with Creed. It was only the uh, specifically Rocky movies. Um, Stolen did a good job in, in Creed. I, I thought, you know, he's, no, he's not much of an actor, but his acting in that one was actually pretty good. So, um, what else you guys got? So, yeah, I love the Clint Spaghetti. You guys are all over the place. <laughs> Uh, I start, well, we're talking pop culture, right? We start talking Rocky movies. You guys end up in Rambo. Some Clint Eastwood was thrown out there earlier from the Dirty Harry movies. Um, yeah, so it's... Yeah, I got mad powers, but, you know, Ether, it's like that one thing. <laughs> or, you know, give me something like the lottery numbers. You know, can I pick... Can I get the lottery numbers, please, you know? Um, Stolen just fits a punched-out box. Okay, this is what I'm going to say about Stolen. Just to... Give the okay. He talks the way he does because he's actually partially paralyzed in his face. Seriously, he was born partially paralyzed in his face, which is why it always looks like he's talking out one side of his mouth and why he doesn't like move so much on that one side. He's actually dealing with a disability while doing all this stuff. So, you know, he's done pretty well having been born like that. Uh, you know. Maybe his acting isn't all that great, but he talks that way because of how he was born. So, um, maybe their memories are based in another dimension. Um, that's an interesting thought. Um, yeah, um, what thoughts, that's a good, that's an interesting idea. What thoughts or memories that are happening in another dimension, another plane of existence, filtered down into our plane of existence. That's interesting. I mean, if, um, well, I mean, we've talked about, <clears throat> you know, if these planes of existence are overlapping, and that's when we see a ghost or a spirit, or what we call a ghost or a spirit, maybe it's actually another, maybe it's a person that, as we think, had been living in another time and place 50 years ago, 100 years ago, whatever, um, and we're seeing them just actually, you know, alive, just on a different plane of existence, overlapping with our plane of existence now, would their thoughts and attitudes and whatever energy that they have, would that filter into our dimension and our time and space now from way back then? Um, or does it also work vice versa? Now think about this. So over the last... You know, less than a hundred years, our technology is like skyrocketed, right? Um, is it possible that if we're overlapping like this, and if our thoughts and ideas are transferring like that, is it possible that some of our modern technological ideas and things that we are um, experiencing here in a more modern world, with you know computers and you know the space flight and all that, is that trickling back? into our past lives so that they are now sparked with these ideas to develop them and bring them to fruition today. Uh. <laughs> um, interesting. 
Um, Andrew Cox, can our realms and their realms overcross? Well, that's what I've kind of been talking about. Um, is that... Or did I miss a piece up there or something? Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. And there we go. Mandela effect is caused by CERN. Maybe. <laughs> um, there are realms overcross. Well, start losing a little bit. That's kind of what, I, what I've been talking about, where... Um, if you look at time as something perpendicular, okay, and all of these, and I'll use this again just because I lack anything else around me right now, because I didn't set up what I wanted to set up. If all of these layers here within this stack of post-it notes are like a different year, like, you know, 2017, you know, 1986, 1974, all of this, and somehow there's some sort of, and they're all stacked on top of each other, so they're all residing in the same spot, okay? So they're all together, all happening at the same time, if you think of time as up and down rather than horizontal, if it's, if it's uh, vertical. So if it's all there, it's all happening, and somehow there's some sort of and this is this is kind of the if. Um, if there's some sort of reaction with the energy between all these things, because there's an energy between all these, and somehow two of these planes of existence bend and mesh together for, for a moment in time, that's when the two realms, the two realities, would exist together. And I just, I can't do it with the post-it notes. I have a couple videos out there from, um, it was a couple years ago now, if you go back into my Mike's Morning Mugs, where I actually talk about this, and I actually have some physical examples that I use, and I'm actually drawing stuff out and all that. Um, excuse me. So, it's for that moment of time that they would exist. Um, some people talk about, like, a bubble that they've experienced, where, um, you know, they're, the moment that they're in, and they're seeing things from the past, and they're interacting with something from the past, when that moment is done, and it seemed like it's been 15 minutes, an hour, and they come back out like they exit the room, and no time has passed, like it's been just seconds, you know, or like maybe a minute, and it seems like to them it's been like in, you know, an hour, you know, it's that some people refer to it as a bubble, where they were kind of like in this bubble of the um, of the realms, of the times, of the dimensions, whatever you want to call it, crossing with each other. So it's another interesting thing to throw onto the fire. So uh, what else have I been missing in the chat while I've been talking? <clears throat> so. Um, a <laughs> huge Mandela tapestry hanging the wall behind you. What in the world? Um, so, Joanne, I was just thinking about that, Mike, or past lives. Well, okay. Now, that's... Yeah, how do past lives work in all this? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good question, because if you believe in reincarnation, you believe in past lives. So, could you... Here, here's an interesting thought. Could you, if, if everything is, like, stacked... Is like that. Could you go to a location where you had had a past life and be able to interact with your past self if, by chance, those were able to cross at some point in time while you're standing there? That's an interesting thought. 
So, um, what else you got? Um, okay, Kathy, that's why I think reincarnation would be kind of hard to be absolute. How do we know for sure it's our lives we are seeing and not picking up others' projected thoughts? Um, well, you know, that's a good question. I, I mean, I've... I have not actually been through a past life transgression. I have read about um, many of them, which are very, very interesting. So, yeah, are you picking up on somebody else's thoughts and projecting them through you, or are you really remembering your own? Um, I don't know, but there are, you know, a number of uh, cases that are accounted for where, you know, who was that kid where he had memories of a former life and they, they checked out like boom, boom, boom. I mean, there's like no way he could have known any of this stuff because it just wasn't, there's was no way to like look it up or research until they actually did the research. Um, plus he was a little kid. Um, where everything just like checked out, um, you know, all these different like really, really detailed things. It's like, how could he have possibly known all that stuff? Um, you know, was it? you know, a, a spirit of somebody channeling through him to recount all this stuff? I, I don't know. Um, but I do know this. Shauna and I have been together in a past life at some point in time, probably many times. Um, and until I met her, I, I didn't really believe in past lives. It was basically upon meeting Shauna that it was like, yeah, we've been together before. Probably a number of times. <laughs> and so one thing that we've done in this life is, well, you guys know we got hand-fasted last year. So that's a you know, soul-binding ceremony that's supposed to keep you connected so you find each other again in the next life. So Mike's a romantic. <laughs> I try to be. Um, I try to be. So um, I think everybody has a twin. <clears throat> um... So, uh, you try to go down the doppelganger route, or just straight up you have a twin somewhere? Um, yeah, can I imagine Shauna as a twin? Oh, that's... <laughs> I mean, Shauna's already... You, you cannot duplicate that kind of amazingness. Just, there, there can't be a, a twin of Shauna. <laughs> um, I, the whole twin doppelganger, I mean, there are... You know, I mean, I guess at some point in time, there's only enough different variations that you could make genetically that some people would probably start looking like each other a bit, um, or at least similar enough that they uh, that they look like each other. It's kind of like, um, you know, even with music, like there's only so many different combinations of you know notes and chords that you could put together. It's not infinite. You know, I. I you know, at some point, you know, the different combinations expire, you know, even, I think genetically, you can only, you know, turn your nose so many different directions and eyes and all that stuff and colors and at some point, you know, people start looking similar to each other. So, um, you know, I just, <laughs> um, Andrew, let's not go there with doppelganger. So, I don't we could probably do doppelgangers for another another show. I mean, we are getting down toward the end a little bit. Although, Shauna, you do have that story of running across somebody that looked like exactly like you. So, um, yeah, there are YouTube videos out there. People are not related but look alike. I've been told that I look like a, a number of different people. 
Oh, we're, we're not even going to go there. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, any last questions or comments or anything like that? Um, look down here in the chat room. It's, you know, like I said, this is an interesting topic. Um, you know, how much of it, of the Mandela effect, is really, um, you know, just misremembering things, you know? Um, and how much of it could possibly be, you know, parallel universe or alternate realities or, or things like that. I mean, it's just, if I hadn't had that experience with Soul Survivor, um, I would probably be more on board with remembering it differently. But then that happened with me last year, and it's like, you know, there there's something to that. I mean, it's just... My mem I, I have a pretty damn good memory. Um, I remember shit back to when I was two years old. You know, straight up I do. Um, there are times that I'm sitting down there with my parents and, you know, I'll just rattle off some stuff that happened with two, three, four years old, whatever, and they're looking at me like, how in the hell do you remember that? It's just, I've always had a good memory. So, you know, and the fact that my mother has the exact same memory of it, and she you know, saw that as an end, okay? Um, and then these other people around the world that are having the same memory of it, you know, so that that's where I kind of was like, okay, maybe there's a little bit something to it. I otherwise, like I said, would have been on the board with just people misremembering it, but it's just, that one's just a little quirky for me. So, just wanted to throw it out there. You guys discuss it. There's varying opinions. I really do appreciate all of the, um, the feedback down there in the chat on it. And, um, yeah, so, okay, yeah, the guy, Nicholas Cage and the guy from the Civil War, yeah. So, um, interesting, Zippy was arrested before because you looked like a person they were looking for. That does happen to people. Uh, oh, here's a, here's a great story for you. <laughs> um, completely, I mean, on that, um, we're going to do some Motley Crue real quick. So, um... Nikki Six, of course, he was always causing trouble on the road, wherever they went. And, you know, Nikki doing his thing, going through the uh, a hotel that they were at, acting like a complete freaking nut job. Um, there was a woman that was trying to, that basically reported him to the police. She got the cops up there, and Nikki had already taken off somewhere. They knocked on the door of Mick Mars. And she's like, there he is, that's the guy. Mick had been doing nothing but sleeping all day. And so they hauled his ass off the jail. So Nick, so Mick got arrested for, for Nikki being um, a crazed lunatic. So, <laughs> not that they look anything alike. And basically, she probably just saw the hair rocker guy, and pff, this is the guy. So, I don't know. We're just, <laughs> just throwing random shit out there now. Alright, so let's go ahead and get down to some... Um, some shout-outs here. So, uh, shout-out the devil, where's that Van Halen? No, shout-out the devil is Motley Crue. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, let me throw the chat screen up here. Thank you down there in Patreon for all of the hearts. Really do appreciate that. Come on, chat screen. Okay. So, of course, Shauna, my lovely, beautiful Shauna, the chat shenanigator. Thank you very much for all that you do down there shenanigating in the chat. 
So, Karen Lynn, thank you for joining us tonight. Andrew Cox, thank you as always for hanging out with us for both. Uh, Jeebus the Gamer Nerd, um, yeah, from Canada. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Uh, first time I've seen you down there in chat, so I really do um, appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah, I did say Patreon. I meant Periscope. You're right, Sean. Um, it, they both begin with P's, and it's been a extremely long day. Um, but hey, while you're on it, you, know, you can please support us out on Patreon, too. That's patreon.com slash media. <laughs> See, nice lead-in for that. Um, Midnight in Amorata. Thank you. Have a great night. Um, really do appreciate you joining us. Zippy Davis, thanks as always. Um, Andrew Cubbage, of course. Um, Don, Spooky Spectacular, thank you for all of your feedback. Uh, Kathy Salento. Uh, uh thank you. Uh, I know you had some comments earlier, too. So thanks for all that. Um, who else did we have with us? Pungy Fun... Or is it Pungi Fungi? <laughs> Pungy Fungi? Um, whichever it is. Um, I, I would like to thank you. <laughs> well, you did have some different opinions, thinking that it's just Internet stuff. Um, but no, straight up, um, I did have that experience. No joke. So... You can call it the Mandela Effect, you can call it mis misremembering, what have you, but um, I know what I saw when I was that age, and my mother as an adult remembers the same, remembers the same. so um, yeah, side with mom on that one. Um, who else we got? Ether Shadow, thank you as always. Greg Rinkin, thanks for joining us tonight, appreciate that. Um, Jen K, uh, thank you again for joining us. Who else do we have? Uh, Fran Molino. Thank you for hanging out for the second hour, too. Diane Hilbert, again, have a happy birthday. So I guess it was your twin's birthday as well. Yes? <laughs> of course, that's kind of how that works. Um, anybody I am forgetting or not seeing? Bethany Warner, you were here as well. Appreciate that. I'm scrolling back up. Is there anybody else? B. Davidson, thank you. Haunting History, yeah, you were in here a while. Uh, appreciate that. And anybody else? Scroll back down to the bottom here. Um, yeah, Tom McNicholas, thank you very much. And he was also in Periscope. So, Zoe Small, thank you. Uh, Shannon Maitland, thank you for hanging out too. And Shauna is throwing up anybody else that I may have forgotten. Um, Jen, I, Jen K, I did get you. Um, Diane Hilbert, you've twin as a male. Very cool. Joanne Rubino, thank you as well. Uh, when is the next show? Next show is next Tuesday. So basically what we do here, um, since you are new, um, we have two shows that we run. Let me go back to the main page. We have um, two shows that we run on Tuesday nights. So that's Edge of the Rabbit Holes, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then um, we usually have special guests and what have you. Uh, three out of the four days, uh, three out of the four weeks per month, um, and then like next week, we'll, we're not having a special guest next week. Uh, it's just going to be me, Vanessa, and Shauna. But like tonight, we have Rob Guthrie. So that's Edge of the Rabbit Hole, and then directly after Edge of the Rabbit Hole is this show, Inside the Upside Down. So those both run Tuesday nights. That's why <clears throat> my throat is losing it, because by the time I get to the end of the second show, I'm about done. Throughout the rest of the week, Friday nights is Friday Night Ghost Frights. That's a uh, it's a ghost story show, about seven to ten minutes long. And then um, usually on Sundays, try to if not, it'll be Monday nights. 
and we have full-length paranormal investigation videos that we upload. And on occasion, I toss another one in there, uh, Mike's Morning Mug, which is basically a, a paranormal vlog. So that's, that's the lineup for the shows. Um, there we go. I think that's it. Well, <laughs> as if you're not, of course, Shauna, you are a special guest. Jeez. What I mean by special guest is somebody that is not us. <laughs> oh, come on. Somebody that's different, you know, like, you know, Rob is different. He's not part of, he's not part of Hunter Road Media, you know. Shauna, you and I are Hunter Road Media, so, um, <laughs> you silly. Um, sometimes, okay, Zippy, sometimes it streams for us on Saturday, too. Okay, so, yeah, we did, every once in a while, we do a live investigation here on YouTube. So, like, um, what was it, the Saturday before last? We did a live investigation out of Mineral Springs Hotel in Alton, Illinois. So we do uh, periodic live investigations from here. Um, what else do we do? And then if you follow us on some of our other social media, um, so, you know, Twitter, Facebook. I go live on Facebook quite often. So if you check out Hunter Road Media on Facebook, uh, if you follow me, Mike Ricksecker, on Facebook, um, there's all that. And then, of course, we have Periscope as well. So um, did I get it all? <laughs> did I, did I, did I? Yeah, Ghost Rights on Fridays, I got that. So, it's a, it's a lot to take in. We're doing a lot. You know, we, we try to update all the time. Um, and Jin K's taking off. See you, Jin. Uh, I know a lot of people are taking off because we're just kind of in the... Um, and yes, I know you're just giving me shit. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, am I forgetting anything else, guys? So, yeah, Shannon, have a good night. Yeah, buy a Ghosty and all the books. Yeah, that's true. So we've got Ghosty here, HunterRoadMedia.com. You can find Ghosty. We've got the hoodies out there. Um, you can find that on the Hunter Road Media page. There's the HunterRoadMedia.com, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, and then all the books. And I don't have the books up here right now. But, um, yeah, and Sean is putting it. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, because there's a lot of shit that we do. So the books, Hunter Road Media is also a book publishing company. So we have all of the um our most recent release was Encounters with Paranormal Volume 3, part of the proceeds of which go to help Mineral Springs Hotel. Uh, volume 2, part of the proceeds go to help uh, Golden Rod Showboat and what's left of that. Um, and then we have other authors, so I'm a writer. And then so there's all my books, there's Vanessa Hogle's books, there's we've got Lee Ehrlich, Paul Johnston. Paul, Paul Johnston was up in here. Shout out to Paul Johnston. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's Paul Johnston, uh, Amelia Cotter, Adam Tillery. Uh, Kathy Gash, so um, a lot of authors, and we just signed Katie Hopkins, so her book will be coming out in the beginning of next year. So um, I think that about does it. Now <laughs> we've got we do a lot of stuff. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, thanks again for hanging out. It is almost midnight here in the East, so that will do it. Um, oh yeah, Shama, thank you, uh, Rika Yamakazi from Japan. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder, Shauna. Yeah, because Rika um, can't usually watch live, so. There we go. Got it in at the end. So, oh, you're going to let me go to bed now? Yeah. I'm not going to bed. <laughs> I'm going to be up probably another two hours. So that's just the way I roll. Got a lot of things to take care of, a lot of things to work on. So um, I think that's it. All right, everybody, have a great night. Thanks again for hanging out. Um, next week, it, we, we haven't even picked a topic for next week, so special surprise. It'll be announced over the, at least by uh, Sunday. We'll have all that out. So, um, yeah, I don't sleep. <laughs> I do, just not very much, about four hours a night. Um, and then I catch up on the weekends. That's about the way it works. So, um, 
that's you know some people ask me how do you do all of what you do because I work a full freaking day job um, I don't sleep much it's it's what you do to try to when you're trying to make something happen that you love it's what you do so I'm just that dedicated and I love it and you know I really appreciate all of you guys you know hanging out here you know for all of these you know you're 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 watching all these videos that I'm putting out you're you're you've you're, you're buying ghosty you're reading books you're, you're sitting out here till midnight with me you know on the live stream so uh, I mean this isn't possible at all without any of you guys and I love sharing you know any what I've experienced um, the investigations that Shauna and I do, you know, all that stuff, I love sharing it with you guys. And I think we get into some really great conversations. There's a lot of back and forth, um, you know, because uh, with this subject matter, you know, there's a lot of, you know, what ifs. There's a lot of discovery still to to happen. You know, it's kind of almost like, aside from space, you know, it's kind of like the last frontier because you know we've discovered pretty much, you know, all the physical stuff here on Earth. Um, so we're exploring together, and that's what Shana and I say all the time: is explore with us. And so, um, really do appreciate all of you. So, um, <clears throat> oh, Shana's like Mike does get sick. He just did not. It happens about once every three years, and that happened um, about a week and a half ago. So I came down with a uh, sinus infection. Shana got to see me sit for the first time since she's known me. So, um, and I don't. For that one, I don't really say sick because I did not get a fever, but it was a nasty ass sinus infection. It was bad. So, all right. So, um, I guess that is about it. All right. Um, we'll catch you all <laughs> next week. So, um, new Friday Night Ghost Race will come out on Friday. We're going to have a video on, um, it'll be St. Joe's on Sunday. And then, um, yeah, Karen, no longer associated with SOS. So um, that's that was over over a year ago. So um, I'm not gonna badmouth anybody. So, and that's basically what I'll say about that. Although I know Shauna has a few choice words. I could, I could have some choice. I, I do actually, but I'm not gonna go there. Um, and that's what I'll say about that. And yeah, the the lights. This is these are actually the lights that I use for the Friday Night Ghost Rites. <laughs> so, um, but Karen, thank you. I do thank you for hanging out with us tonight. So, um, you know, we'll have a lot more of the investigations and everything coming up. Um, that's it. All right. <laughs> you guys have a great night. I gotta go. <laughs> My voice is done. Thanks again. Have a great night. Next week. Till next time.